You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member? For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. This episode of the Therapy is a Christian podcast is brought to you by the Time Management Masterclass. If you are someone that struggles with procrastination, getting organized, managing all the things on your plate, and find yourself constantly overwhelmed by a growing to-do list, kids, work, then sis, I got you. You need the Time Management Masterclass. I've worked now with over 20 women one-on-one with managing their time management. Many of those ladies were single moms, married, working moms, graduate students, entrepreneurs, and all came from different struggles and different backgrounds when it came to managing their time. So I took everything I teach my clients and packed it into a 90-minute masterclass that breaks down all of the strategies and tools you need in order to overcome procrastination, getting disciplined, focusing more, and effectively planning your week, and most of all, cutting down distractions. Over 30 plus women have completed this masterclass and said it brought such clarity to their lives and they felt more efficient to tackle their day and week with the tools that I provided them. In this masterclass, you'll also receive a full on companion guide that will walk you through all of the strategies and tools that I use to give my clients so you can be able to see what strategies work best for you. I'm basically giving you a full toolkit that you can leave with to transform your time management. So I'm offering my listeners a discount through this promo using the word podcast to get 10% off the masterclass. So go to rosalindrenee.com slash shop or scroll up on your phone to see the link in the show notes and you'll get 10% off by using the word podcast. Now let's get to the show. The Therapy is a Christian podcast is all things mental health and Christ. We specifically talk about how mental health and God are merged together to foster growth, healing, and making mental health a normal conversation. I'm your host, Roz and Renee, and welcome to the show. Hello and welcome. You are listening to the Therapy is a Christian podcast. I'm your host, Roz and Renee. Welcome to another episode of the show. Hello, you all. Welcome back to the September series, Entrepreneurs in Therapy. I am super 
super excited about this interview. We finna get a whole bunch of gems, aka the gems about to be dropped by the one and only Felicia Jarrell. Um, so I'm gonna introduce Felicia in a second and have her just talk away. But um, Felicia is one of my friends. We met, I wanna say sometime last year. It was last year um, at one of a mutual friends event. And we just kind of clicked. I sat next to her. She started talking about entrepreneurship and her business. And I was like, who is this girl? I need to know who she is. And then we ended up talking about, um, I wanted to start a t-shirt company. She wanted to do a podcast. We ended up exchanging information and the rest is history and we've become friends. And so she is such a dynamic um, business owner, just dynamic businesswoman in general. But she's also super, super sweet and very straight to the point. Very, very will get you to snatch your edges. And I think we snatch each other's edges on a regular anyway. So we gonna uh, let this be what it is. So y'all are in for such a treat because um, she is super successful in her businesses. And I think you're just really going to enjoy her. So Felicia, say hey, sis. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so excited to be here. Like, oh my goodness, this has been a long time coming. Can I sing your God? Okay, never mind. <laughs> it felt very right. Amen. Um, <laughs> a long time coming, and I'm just, I'm excited to be on here today. What's up, everyone, all of Roz's listeners? I am Felicia Jarrell of Goldmine and Coco. If y'all ever see me talk about them dry erase calendars oh my on goodness. my Instagram, <laughs> that I will personally sell off the shelf if I could. <laughs> That's my sister's company, okay? So why don't you, like, go ahead and tell us a little bit about your businesses? Okay, so the first one is, I can't believe I'm saying the first one, but the first one is Goldmine & Coco. I've been in business, uh, I'm on Goldmine & Coco for about three years now. We are an online stationery company that specializes in hand-drawn images of African-American women, and we sprinkle Black girl magic on all of the things, from planners to apparel to even shoes. Um, we do it all. Journals, desk calendars, wall calendars, you name it, we do it. Um, so that is my first baby. My second Second baby is the Felicia Jarrell brand. It is a modern luxury brand for the everyday woman. So the Felicia Jarrell brand is also an infusion of my faith. So there will be apparel that represents my faith, journals, devotionals, as well as apothecaries, such as candles and shower oils, hand lotions, incense, man, so many Everything. amazing products. Like so many amazing products that I'm really excited to uh, reveal and release. And then the third brand that everyone keeps pushing me into. <laughs> Push out, just jump, girl, just jump. Everyone, I'm like, I'm like, uh, what was that? Was that Peter on the boat? Who was on the boat? That, that yeah. I just, like, uh-uh, I'm not finna walk. I'm not yes, finna walk. No, you finna walk. Like, come on now. And so the third brand is my upcoming baby, Frame to Flourish, which is my coaching program where I will teach women how to launch and build their own communities and start off profitable in their businesses. So a lot going on. Lot Period. Happening. Period. <laughs> pop, 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 pop. Period. Okay. Okay. So 
I just want to toot her horn real quick because what Felicia didn't say is that although she has had these companies and she's a, still a young company, like three years, she has been highly successful um, financially, but also in just being able to do what she loves and have such a very strong community with her audience. So I want you to kind of talk about before we get into just talking about where you are now, what was your starting point? Like what got you started and what has your process been like? So my starting point was after I had given birth to my daughter back in 2017, I knew that I did not want to go back into banking. I didn't want to go back to work. I had the privilege of staying at home with my son in 2013 and 2015, well, really 2016. And I wanted my daughter to have that same experience and bonding time with me. And so I had a girlfriend who listened to me whine, you know, day in and day out um, about what am I gonna do? I don't know what I'm gonna do. I'm having a baby. And uh, she finally- That's just me said, right now, child. <laughs> <laughs> but they fuel us, don't they? Right. Don't like they give us a lot of drive. But um, she just said to me one day, she was like, Felicia, why don't you just do what you love? And my jaw dropped because I was looking at her like, what do you mean? Like, I love my husband and my kids and stuff. But what do you mean? What do I love? And she's like, Felicia, you sit in planners and stickers and crafts and all these things all day long. Why don't you just do it? If you know what you want to see, go for it. And so she gave me, you know, some good starting information, like jump on Etsy. I'll help you with SEO, find you, you know, a team, illustrators, all these things. And a week later, I opened the business and within three months, man, we just took off and we have been just skyrocketing since then. Wow. So it was simply off of just a decision to start. There it was wasn't any hesitation. Was really because I was like, Lord, I mean, it's got to work. <laughs> that's, that's literally what it was. It was like, there are no other options. This has got to work. And um, so I went to my husband, you know, and I was like, hey, babe, this is what I need to do. And I don't need you to do anything but support. That's it. And he was like, whatever you need, just make sure the bills are paid. Because I was the one, you know, submitting the bills every month. Okay. Like, don't blow all the money and we can't pay a bill. And I'm like, I got you. So literally, I think his first check, after all the bills were paid, I had $100 left. And I was like, so I'm about to buy some paper and some ink <laughs> and we're going to see what we can do. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, from there, it's just been phenomenal. Of course, my mother stepped in and purchased, you know, some supplies for me. My cousin stepped in and purchased my printer. There was a lot of people that saw if I just went for it, I could do something with it. So there were a lot of people that were willing to help. That's so good that you said that because I think many times when we get ideas and we start or we stall to start it's all based in i don't have the resources i don't have the right. resources right so talk about that like what do you do kind of when you feel like you don't have a lot of context but you just know like it's gonna happen for me it's it's literally making the decision and understanding that you got to believe in yourself before anybody else will like people have got to see you go after something so that it sparks their interest to help propel you 
to the next step. Well, that's good. Right? So if you're not willing to just go for it, like, I don't care about packaging. I don't care about the looks. I don't care about, just create it. Because when you understand that as I continue to create, I can only get better. I can only, you know, do better. I can only make this more towards the aesthetic that I want or whatever the case may be. Um, if you go in with that mindset, you'll go for it. But if you go in with the mindset that it's got to be right from day one or no one's going to buy it, well, guess what? They're not going to buy it because you're never going to launch it. Period. Right? So you got to just say, you know what? This is what I'm capable of doing right now in this moment. So basically, you didn't function in perfectionism. You just went with like... Went with it. Went with it. I figured I couldn't do worse than anybody else. That's good, sis. That's right. Everybody else could do it if they wanted to, if they had enough drive to. So I I couldn't do any worse. So yeah. Right. So what were some of the things in the beginning stages of your business that were challenges for you that you worked to overcome? Um and your perspective may be different now because you probably don't see those as challenges anymore. You saw them probably as learning curve. Definitely my biggest challenge in the beginning was judgment from people. Um, I was always somebody that was totally dependent upon validation. Like, do does anyone else see me worthy? Does anyone else see me valuable and that I belong in this space and all of that? So I spent a lot of trying time trying to prove I belonged here. Mm. You know, that I could take up space in this, you know, arena as well. And, and, you know, it stemmed from a place that I had received some backlash early on. And so I was affected emotionally and mentally uh, by that. And so I just went head first into, I got to prove myself. I'm going to prove that I'm about what I say I'm about, you know. So that was probably, for me, it was the mindset work. That was the hardest for me. As far as uh creating a product and shipping and you know customer service none of that was hard because my background was in customer service my background was in marketing my background was in those things so that came natural that was just you know customer service is very simple and i tell people this all the time Mm -hmm. customer service is giving people what you want what do you want as the customer give them that you know (laughs) And you'll never fail. That's the that's the easy <laughs> thing to figure out, baby. Right. Well, you can so figure out all the fail. little simple stuff and get past that. You straight. Right. Like the mindset work. Mindset work is the hardest because it's like you're talk about of- it, sis. Talk about it. <laughs> that's the thing. Listen, I'm gonna go on a little rant. That's the thing people don't, I think, realize, especially when it comes to entrepreneurship business. Your mindset towards your business, your mindset towards yourself, your mindset towards your customer, your mindset towards the people that work for you have to be like, you don't, you will always forever be working on your mindset as you grow in business, as you become wealthier, you're always going to elevate in certain ways. And there's always going to be something you're going to have to overcome mentally, whether that's confidence wise, whether it's the way people see you, whether it's confidence to sell and sell for your price, it's always going to be something you're working on. But I think that's the part that we don't realize, which is why I was like, I wanted to do this series because I think we don't spend enough time or or entrepreneurs, we don't talk about 
as much as like those mindset shifts are one of the key essential things that gets it gets us into being able to have successful businesses so talk about that for you oh mindset oh mindset you know mindset is one of those things that makes me smile and laugh inside eye <laughs> all at the same time because it's just like everybody's a mindset coach <laughs> like, like everybody Girl. everybody is like let's get your mind together you know um for me my mindset shifted in doing i started to recognize that yeah you can dream but you also gotta do and it's That's like awesome. for me the more i do the greater i thought about myself the more confident i was in in my capabilities and all of this stuff but the more that i sat and just dreamed about it nothing changed like nothing shifted i was just dreaming right and so when i said you know what i'm gonna get up and try this let's just see how this goes boom did it oh snap <laughs> i did that i can yeah. do that girl Bet. okay so let me see how let me see if I can do this. Like, let, let me see how this goes. What? Like, did you, did you really turn out the way I wanted it to turn out? Talk and about the, the more that you do that, the more confident you become, not only in yourself, but like literally your faith in the father. Like you become so much more confident that when an assignment comes your way, you're not like, oh God, this is too big. You're like, all right, God, let's go. Let's get it. Because at that point, your mindset is like, boom, I'm ready. I'm in the game. Like, even for me, just true T example, right? This weekend, I did six figures for the first time in my business. Like, that's insane for me to say out loud. Like, yo, I literally did six figures in a matter of three or four days. What? Like, like, exactly. like, okay, so let me give y'all my little itty bitty. You know, well, it's not itty bitty because you're gonna roll your eyes at me. But when I made four figures in seven days last month in July, seven days I Amen. made four figures. Amen. Yes, ma'am. And you I don't never talk I don't never talk you about you my business like, you like, oh, let's get it, let's I, go. You know, <laughs> I, said, I said, oh God, okay, hold on, Lord. All right, you extend my edges like that. Okay, and I never talk about my money right. on my podcast with y'all, but I'm like, we gonna talk about it. Right, four figures in a week. Replace you know a check. Replace a check in a week. Do you hear me? I said to myself, I said, "Oh, the price is the price. The price is the price." But you see, the moment you did it, your mindset shifted. Yes, sis. So you gotta do it for your mindset to shift to it. Who they need this shirt? <laughs> <laughs> But no, literally, you have to do it for your mindset to shift to it. The more you sit and ponder and think about it, you know yes. what you open the door for? Worry. Yes. You open the door for doubt. You yes. open the door for fear. But if you just go after it and say, yo, I'm going to do it. It blew my mind because I was like, God, early in the week, I was like, God, I don't think we're going to be able to make this. I was like, I don't know. I don't know. And then like as the week progressed, I was like, hold up. That yeah. Yeah. Um in a week, sis, and I said, Okay, Lord, it's anything's possible at this point. Like you ain't gotta show me right. it's right. possible to make five figures, it's possible to make ten figures or whatever we gotta it's make. Possible. It's and so possible. And the and the truth of it all is black women need to be making five and six figures a month. Like that's the truth. Four figures a week. Yes, we should. 
we need to be making that. Why? Because our community rides on our back. Period. Our children's futures are on us. Yeah, we should be making it and we should be able to boldly do it. You know what I'm saying? And also let people know, y'all, like, yeah, I did this, but I ain't do it by myself. Like, I ain't do it by myself. I literally listened for the strategy. I, I was having a conversation with um, one of my girlfriends, uh, Arnita of Luxurious Lifestyle, yesterday. Mm-hmm. And, like, the conversation that we were having, uh, and I know she won't mind me sharing this, was just kind of like, we noticed that the higher we climb, the people that we're connected to shifts as far as it's hard for us to connect to people that don't understand that there oh was my God. a natural flex. You know what I'm saying? Like there, was, oh, like there was something that was beyond our scope that got us to where we are. And we got to give credit to God for that. You know, like whatever flip he switched, switch, switch he flipped, whatever, girl, whatever. <laughs> whatever, whatever flip he switched. So I said it right the first time? You did. <laughs> okay. Exit all this. Let me go. <laughs> whatever flip he switched. You know what I'm saying? It was because of him. Like, yes, it was because of my obedience. And yes, it was because I took the strategy that he gave me, wrote it down and applied it. But it was it was because of him. And so I got to give that to him. I got to be like, yo, that was a supernatural flex that happened there. And so we're noticing that the people that we're connected to, they got to have that same understanding. Like, it's hard to have a conversation with somebody that's like, I did this, I did that, I died, I, I. And it's like, no. No, you you couldn't have done all of that because who gave you the idea to do it? Period. Who gave you the desire to do it? Right. You just you just woke up like that. Oh, okay. All right, sis. So when it comes crashing down, who you gonna blame? Who you gonna put the finger to? All day. Because he literally says, you know what I'm saying. You gotta acknowledge him and what you're doing, or it won't last long. For real. All facts. All drops my all facts. We could just close out here, but we got more to talk about. <laughs> Cause it's true. Like I, I think about, I think about just the things that has hap- have happened to me. The shit that happened this year, like this year alone, in the le- since the pandemic, I have truly come to understand like your dedication of your business to God. When you really and and when you believe, like when you tie those two together. It's like you have such an advantage point. We started the creator of our creators. God knows all this, the marketing strategies. God right. knows all of the financial strategies. He knows how we could get customers. He knows all those things. And so when you serve the one who's the boss of all of that, it's like your advantage goes skyrocket. And you get to see women make six right. figures in a weekend because they're following suit to the obedience of what they're what their father says right and it's not fluff no i don't gotta fake it you know what i'm saying so I i'm excited to give it back to him because i'm like hey bro like take that him. multiply that 10 times 10 times me g go on 10 times me g right on back i remember um i don't know if you follow dr sharon nesbitt do you follow her at all oh i i used to follow her when i uh, actually went to her church but i don't follow her on instagram or anything but i used okay. to go to her church dominion yep she yeah. had came to Memphis maybe a year and a half, two years or something like that. The first pastor I ever heard that talked about money. Like for real, for real. 
it like, broke it down. Like yeah. she for real. She she the real deal, you know. Um, but she came to Memphis maybe a year and a half. I've been following her for man, if it's 2020, at least seven years, something like that. My mother is the one that introduced me to her. She gave me that book Seeds with mm-hmm. the affirmations and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I would say it at work every morning at the job I had. Like I would just continuously, you know, repeat that. But anyway, back to the story. About a year, year and a half ago, she came to Memphis and me and my mother went because I called my mom. I was like, hey, Sharon coming, you know, I would like to go. So we went. In the middle of the service, she made a call and she was like, it's a few of y'all in here that's got a thousand dollars right now that you don't need to spend like anywhere else. And she was like, God is saying, if you sow your seed, he's going to multiply. Like he's going to give it to you basically tenfold. Basically what she was saying is there's some millionaires in the room, but you need to sow a seed of faith about that. Right. I have never until that day ever stood up for anybody offering i will sit in the church and be like chad please <laughs> y'all got that off it uh, y'all good all right do, do your thing cuz but because i knew i had experience just from saying the affirmations and, and the stuff like how it transformed where i currently was i knew that there was some that there was some truth you know and so i stood up out of pure faith i was like all right bet i have held on to that day which is crazy because we did we do that like when something happens in our lives oh, and it God, we hold on to that day oh girl until we like see it start to manifest girl, that's how it was about my baby you know like hold already on. know we hold on to that promise right and so i've been holding on to that promise since that day you know when i felt like oh this ain't working out or i might have lost money here or whatever the case may be i'm like but god you promised me like you promised that you had me. And so I get up and I go back to work, you know? And I think it's important that like our mindset, when we say, man, I'm doing mindset work, your mindset includes your spiritual too. Oh, like, it's not just my mindset as far as, oh, it's I think- renewing I need, your mind. I like that, you don't right? realize how much we have had, we've been taught stuff throughout our lives that have impacted us. And it's so deeply rooted that we have to unpack that and let God change our minds to what our minds are supposed to be under him. And when you do that, baby, you're forced to be reckoned with. Man. So Okay, so let's go into that a little bit. So you started therapy last year. I did. So tell us a little bit about why you started and, and why you went. So, um, therapy, backtrack to briefly what I told you about, um, when I first came into the community, I was kind of met with some backlash, um, for whatever reason, I couldn't let it go. Like I used it to fuel me in a way to prove them wrong. Yeah. I remember we talked about this once. Yeah. Yeah. I used it to like, just fuel me like, yo. I'm going to prove everybody wrong to the point where they're going to have to come back and say, she's great. And it got to a point where I got tired of trying to prove them wrong. Like I was just tired. I was like, why am I constantly trying to prove like I've already surpassed y'all. Why am I still trying to prove something to y'all, you know? And I could not, I just couldn't let it go. Not only that, 
I just felt like turning 30. I was turning 30 at the beginning of this year. And I just felt like, man, I'm turning 30. I'm looking at my kids and I'm like, I want to be the mother I always knew I could be to them. You know, and I knew there were some blocks there just from just childhood and life in general, things I experienced. And so I was like, I think I need to go to therapy. Like, I think I need to talk to somebody. And I talked to my husband. My husband was like, I've been telling you, you need to go. And nobody, nobody asked you for that commentary. <laughs> I just needed an agreement. That's it. But, you know, he was like, yeah, yeah, I think that's that's a dope idea. Um, and I informed people that were important to me, like, yo, I'm going to do some major work. And it was more or less, I was trying to let them know a change was coming. You know, so whoever I become after this transformation, prepare for her now. Did you have hesitations in going? Um, you know, it took me about six months just to find somebody I was willing to talk to. Mm. I was very specific. Like I wanted a black woman. I want, you know, I I didn't want just a therapist just because they were titled therapists. I was very like I wanted a Christian woman. I wanted a black woman. I want, you know, somebody that I felt. If I come in there and sit down on a couch and say, yo, a Caucasian woman said this to me when I was sick, sis was going to understand. Period. And she wasn't necessarily going to try to justify, you know, mm-hmm. or ask me, well, what part did I play? You know what I'm saying? So I needed somebody that could see whatever traumas I was dealing with and recognize them, you know. And so I was recommended to my therapist. And the first time I sat on her couch, I don't know if she was ready for me. I'm not for sure if I was ready for me. Because I sat on that couch and I started blurting out stuff like I had known this woman for 20 years. It was like I was just waiting to sit on somebody's couch and tell them all the things. You know, so when, after we talked, I was like, sis, I want to talk to you every week. Like, I, like. <laughs> How often well, do what, we what, what 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 you available every week at this time? Okay. <laughs> I need to pay in advance. <laughs> right. I was like, how often do we do this? Is this monthly, by weekly? Because I feel like, <laughs> you know, we're thinking weekly at this point. And she was like, Yeah, we do weekly until you know we both feel you've overcome enough things that you're dealing with to do it bi-weekly or monthly or whatever. Right now I'm actually still on weekly. Um, I don't I enjoy it because I'm able to literally come to her on a week by week basis and say, look, so let me tell you about last week. <laughs> you have somebody completely out of your life. Right. Separated. That doesn't know you. That doesn't know Felicia. That doesn't associate Felicia with you. That doesn't ask Felicia for anything. That doesn't want right. nothing from Felicia. Right. That who can just be 100% honest, authentic you. Mm-hmm. And she give her objective opinion. Mm-hmm. and it's the best thing ever you know the one thing she always says to me is god sits on the throne so you don't have to like she I remember when you told me that girl i was like oh that was nice it was strong when it was real yeah, nice. it was smooth nice. it was like a smooth good punch yeah. like, yeah. okay. all right i got you i, mm-hmm. I understand mm-hmm. but you know um she can't she reminds me of that and it's something that i do need to hear weekly because of the position that i'm in Mm-hmm. The position that I'm in, society says I should be in control. I should be able to run everybody and do, you know, all of these things at one time because look at where I'm at. But, you know, sometimes I need to be able to take a back seat 
and say, oh. God, I'll let you handle that. Like, I ain't, I ain't even going to stress or worry about that. But, you know, I felt like the moment I got into therapy and we started to have some real conversations about why I was bothered two and a half, three years later by something, you know, why couldn't I let that go and all of that, I was able to start calling things what they were instead of running from them. Mm -hmm. Like I was able to call a thing a thing, you know, I'm bothered by this because I have feelings of rejection since childhood. I had feelings of, you know, people always thinking I'm too this or I'm, I'm too loud. I'm too, you know, too much of the center of attention. Uh, just all of these things that people told me that I held on to. So the moment that I was quote unquote called out, it brought up all of these emotions and I needed to feel vindicated. I needed yes. to feel like, you know, y'all see me. Y'all gonna see yes. me, wanna see me or not. You yes. know, it was that like, I'm tired of people pushing me up against this corner, so I'm gonna come out swinging. And so- I remember when like we had kind of talked about, and I hope you don't mind me sharing, but just like you were at a point where you were shifting. Mm-hmm. and you were wanting to do more things and you were like I want to do this I want to do that but there was just like this hesitancy because of that reason of mm-hmm. I feel like I got to prove myself or what are people gonna say or and it was uncomfortable like I remember thinking like sis why like right like we have those right. times you like what like do you not see you and I'm like Mm-mm. yes yes and I think that was like the point of just why I was thinking you don't have anything to prove, but it's your own internal struggle. It's your own internal thing. You have to do the inner work. Like I say that all the time, like you are responsible for your inner work. Nobody's responsible for that for you. And so like that being able to address, like how do you think that shifted your mindset for yourself now being where you are? It helped me to stop needing their validation. Like I started to validate myself as far as if I got done with something, you know, a project or an idea that I came up with, I started saying, man, that's just dope. Like, they, they gonna be hyped when they, instead of worrying, like, man, I hope they like it when they see it, you know. How do you think it changed you as an entrepreneur? I started charging my worth. Ooh. That was first and foremost. Like, as an entrepreneur, I stopped trying to flow in with the market as far as looking left and right at everybody else, well, they only charging this, so that must be what it should cost. You know, it forced me to go, nah, Felicia, like, you know business, you know numbers. Put it into some sheets, some Google Sheets, you know, and all these things, and figure out what your numbers are, figure out what your worth really is, and stop playing games. And um, what's crazy is the moment I started charging what I was worth, people started buying more. Customers started finding us faster. Which you would think, man, she charging more than such and such next door. They ain't going to buy from her. That's a lie. Your value was put at, your value had a number to it. My value had a number to it. Absolutely. And it just, it allowed me to charge it confidently to where, like when I first started in business, I would over explain myself so much like i would be on live with customers and every question they asked i had a 10 minute synopsis of why i was doing what i was doing how i was doing it da 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 baby 
the price is the price. The price is the price. When you gonna put on <laughs> the price is the price. I love you, but if you don't see value in what I'm charging, that's Listen. your issue. That's no longer mine. Listen, Listen. Uh, sis. That's a whole word. Cause we think as first of all, we think as entrepreneurs, especially early on, that you're not worth being compensated for what you what you put out, baby. Right. You've had a conversation with me like, ma'am, ma'am, I need you, I need you to up the price. I need you to up the price. Real quick. I need you to up the price. The value you have, I need you to up the price. But it is that mental shift of you have to know your worth. Period. Right. And like you said, when your when your value has a number on it, you deserve it's it's a deserving of knowing you're valuable valuable enough to know that you can be compensated. And right. to know that God gives that value back to you right right that's it right there so talk about really quickly in talking about with therapy how did therapy help you in your relationship with god you know what what's really dope about the entire process of therapy is that i found myself falling more in love Girl, can we sit on that? Just sit for a sec. Okay. Okay, go ahead. Okay, all right. Because your voice just changed and everything. Like, man, like, man, the love I got for God now, I didn't, I didn't even appreciate it back then. Like, I didn't appreciate his grace. I didn't appreciate really what he was really doing. Like, God was bringing me out of poverty. He was bringing me out of despair. He was bringing me out of worry, fear, doubt. He was bringing me out of my insecurities and relationships. Like there were so many hurdles that I was jumping over in my business. Like my business by having something else to focus on and to build upon and to see the, the fruit of my labor, right? Coming to fruition. I stopped being so focused on everything else. You know, like, which made my relationship flourish. Like, my marriage was able to really start to blossom. And I've been married 10 years. And I can say it wasn't until probably, like, year eight that junk really started to blossom as far as, like, we can laugh again and stuff like that. I wasn't easily offended by whatever. Because as women, we get that wife title, baby, and everything he do offends us everything like how could you look at that how could you like that you better not double tap Uh -uh. she might think you know it was just all of these random insecurities that even if we had them when we were dating they weren't so prevalent like they weren't so upfront. but the moment we said i do it was like that switch came i gotta protect what's mine and it's like we turn into territorial little pit bulls you know but we don't understand we're suffocating our partner. And so, glory be my husband didn't leave. You know what I'm saying? Like, Girl, I can say the same thing because right. I don't even know how he survived when we dated. Right. I don't even know right. how he made it. Thank I don't even know, child. He had enough grace to be like, yo, I love my wife. You know, like, yeah, she crazy. <laughs> you know, but, but she loves me. You know, like, I asked him, like, babe, why you love He's like, because I know you love me. Like, I know that you love me. And I'm like, yeah, you're right. Like, you, you a dope individual. I guess you are right. You know, but it allowed me and his, like, our marriage to flourish more 
um, there was just so much that was tied into to going to therapy and to getting deeper with God. Like I recommitted to just time with God in the morning. I think I started therapy what like November, December last year, and then I did your time with God challenge in February. It was December. Oh no, it wasn't February. Okay. You're right. February. It wasn't February. And I boo hoo hooed and cried all on that call, baby. Because it was like for the first time, I was like, oh, like God sees me. Like, like he really thinks I'm dope. And then I was allowed to like operate in that. You know what I'm saying? Like I could operate confidently in the fact that, like I told my customers the other day, I've been called to serve where other people are just selling. Oh, wait a minute, sis. Wait a minute. <laughs> man said, I've been called to serve in a place where people are selling. Mm-hmm. Can you make that into a course or something? <laughs> well, you know, I said I was actually going to do a live where I was going to talk about how to serve and sell. Um, but, you know, there's just Girl. There's people out here that are just selling. They have one one goal sell 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 and i'm gonna tell you something sell don't last long no because always keep up with the number right but when you you're serving burn out on sale yes but when you're serving you're just giving value and your value speaks for itself right so you know that was just like i don't know even now like this year versus last year i'm so much more like straight no chaser I've always been very like blunt, like very, this is what it is, you know, but as far as confidence wise in my abilities, in my business, how I handle business, I'm very like, boom, take it or leave it. Whereas I might've said it, like take it or leave it, but immediately I'd be thinking, oh man, I could have, I could have presented that differently, you know, all of that. Where it's like now, mm -mm, if you don't understand it, sis, I can't help you. But I think you have to be that way in when you elevate because right. when you elevate, you're dealing with way like now, okay, you make six figures in a week, a weekend. Like that's a different type of level of responsibility. So you have to be way more clear because really being straight no chaser is having confidence, clarity, and understanding that there's not, I don't have time to time for little mistakes. Like when you're at right. that level, it's like mistakes cost money. Mistakes cost right. my time. Mistakes cost my people time. Mistakes cost me having to do more things when I've already set the process in place in the beginning. It should have been followed this in the beginning. And so you think more on the lines of the overall picture versus, oh, I have time to waste when I'm doing this on the side. Oh, I have time to waste when I'm doing that. No, that one mistake could cost me $10,000. What you see. And so I think that's what so when you become at a place where you're elevated you have to have that confidence in general but you also have to know who you are right you got to know who you are and you got to know whose you are period and i think that's the key like a lot of times especially as christians we tend to pit ourselves against people that don't even belong to god you know and that's insane part of it is and that's not to say you know generalize god created everybody right but he also gave us choice to choose him so we're sitting up here pitting ourselves against people that haven't even chosen him 
that don't even believe in him, that don't even have the relationship with him that we have. So they don't even have the provision or the backing that wow. we have. And we're sitting up here comparing ourselves to somebody that can't even touch us. Can't even touch us. Man. Like, that is what gets me every time is like when I'm sitting here and I'm like, oh, yeah, like, yeah, you can't see me. You can't see me because in my sleep, God allows me to dream dreams and have visions five years from now. Same. I don't know what's coming. And I can sit up here. I can sit in my desk every day comfortable because I know what's coming. I know it. It's like he shows me things. Now, you know, the deeper you go, the more he shows you. So it's like, okay, I can trust him with that. Let me show a little bit more. You know why he does that? You know why he does it? It's because when Jesus was saying, I no longer call you servants, I call you friend. Mm -hmm. We're God's friend. God wants to be friends with us. God wants to show us the things that are ahead of us. God wants to be the provision ahead of time for us. So when you're his friend and you see him as your friend, and even going into like how you dedicate your business to God, but when you treat God as friend, and also know he's your father, you get the benefits of friendship and a father. Right. Exactly. Okay. So to wrap up real quick, we know therapy helped a lot. So in a practical sense, how do you on a practical way or in a daily way dedicate your business to to God? Knowing that coming from a place where you healed a lot and you fell back in love with God, how did that impact the way you dedicate your business to him? Every day I wake up with God first. You know what I'm saying? Like, I wake up at 4 a.m. And, and people know this. If they know me, they know Felicia up at 4. I'm up at 4 because I need to spend time in his presence, right? I need to set the tone for my day. And I need to go ahead and send the angels forth in every direction that I'm headed so that I'm covered. And, you know, when I wake up and I do a devotional and it fills my spirit, it, you know, fills my cup up, I'm able to come into my office and handle business. You know, I've removed the worries from my day, you know, because a lot of times we wake up worried. We do. Especially when it's in business. It's like, am I going to make money today? You know, Because <laughs> I got this bill on Friday. I'm just trying to see what they look like. But when you wake up and you get in the presence of God, you remove that worry because in his presence, he's assuring you, I got you. Chill out. Like, let, let me let me handle this. Just chill out for a little while. And that, for me, is everything. I need every morning for him to tell me, I got you, Fee. Don't worry about that. And to know that he wants to have you. Like, right. He wants to provide provision. Because in God's nature, he's a father. So what father wouldn't want to take care of his kids? Like I say all the time, he take, baby, when I say that man take care of me, <laughs> me and mine, baby girl, period. Okay? So I appreciate you, sis. I appreciate you too. I'm so happy that I was able to do this with you. So y'all, I will leave all of Felicia's information, all of her websites. If you are a planner girl or not a planner girl, baby, you need to go check out Go Monaco Co. Because baby, these little dry erase calendars, I will single-handedly keep her in business. (laughs) 
They saved my soul and made me some money, okay? They were literally the reason, part of the reason I made my four figures in a week, okay? That's my review. Toot my own horn. to show horn, sis, okay? <laughs> but anyway, if I will leave all her information below. Follow her on Instagram at Goldmine and Coco and Felicia Jarrell. And if you have any questions, just let me know, and we'll, I'll see y'all next week. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of plan investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member? For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.